This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. It is just Hunter and Dave the Apprentice this morning. No, Harry, I'm afraid. She's uh, away. I think she's over in the Apple Isle. Ah, Tasmania, I she's guess. She's been looking forward to going there, so I hope she's having a great time. But in the meantime, it is the boys' edition of the tag team. So a very gay edition. Get, yeah, things are probably going to get pretty manly around here. <laughs> Loving that shirt, by the way. What do you call that? Paisley floral? It's uh, just my table <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I feel the testosterone. I tell you, they're good. Great day in Melbourne today, 21 degrees, I believe it is. Get your zinc out. And uh, we've got, I'm thinking about, you know, a few additions to my, uh, you know, look, image. So I want to discuss that with you later on. Summer plans in mind. Yes. And I want to talk about two favourite things doppelgangers and mother in laws from hell. So stick around, guys, because. (laughs) Maybe they're both combined. Maybe they can combine the two. Give you a doppelganger of my mother in law. Here he comes, folks, coming across the field. What's he playing today? Is it netball? Is it t-ball? Is it rounders? Who knows? He's good at every game of day. Sports rap. Thank you very much, Hunter. Now, you know I like to follow the bad boys of tennis, yes, don't I you? Yes, I do, Dave. Well, Nick Kyrgios, he made it to the final of the China Open. However, he was whitewashed by the man himself. The left-hander, Rafael Nadal, 6-2, 6-1. Oh, he made it to the final yeah, he made of it the, the China final. Open, one of the most famous tournaments in tennis. <laughs> I couldn't name a player that he beat in that tournament. But anyway, he lost to Rafael in the final. Uh, Australia, the Socceroos play uh, the almighty Syria tonight in oh. Sydney um, as they get one step closer to World Cup qualification. Who's the favourite in that one, Dave? Well, as you think the Aussies would win, they drew one all with Syria last game, but there was a bit of dodgy refereeing involved there that cost Australia a goal. But you know what? Well, that's editorial. Realizing, but right along. <laughs> My own little opinion there. I think Australia win it comfortably tonight. Also, AFL Trade Week and your demons, uh, Jack Watts, is in the uh, in the spotlight. Good old Jack Watto Watts. Yeah, he's seeking a trade to either Geelong or Port Adelaide, where if he comes to Geelong, he could uh, team up with Tom Hawkins, another Geelong grammar. When you say team up, what do you mean? I mean, uh, they can play in the forward line together. Right, nothing sexual, not in sports rap. Also, local cricket's return on the weekend with uh, the almighty Dave the Apprentice scoring 48, top scoring for his oh, team. Oh, wow. Well, well, top scorer. Yeah, well, you know what? That's just how good I am. That's who it is. There you go. There's that. Dave. Sports wrap. Joy.org.au. Hey, so this week I uh, met Reed's parents for the first time. Oh, really? I was pretty nervous about it, but it went okay. How long have you known Reed for? Uh, oh, I don't know, about nine months. Nine months, okay. Yeah, six months. And this is the uh, the first moment. What was the, what was the scenario? Uh, well, we went out, uh, met them at a bar, and then we had dinner at Reed's house. So they're from okay. New Zealand as well. So, you know, there were some cultural differences to bridge. Yeah, yeah, a bit of language, uh, language barriers. Uh, a bit of a faux pas, though. Uh, when everyone was getting ready to leave, they were, like, gathering their things, and I sat at the table, and I was thinking, okay, 
you might have to hug them. So read read the room correctly. This right? is at the end of the night. Yes, the very end. Oh, of the night. okay. So they get up, they go. Um, his dad uh, went to shake my hand, and then I went in for the hug, and that was good. We hugged. Oh, okay. And then I was like, well, I've hugged the dad. It's easy to hug the mum now. Yeah. So then I hugged the mum. Yes. And Reed's had some other friends there, and, and they they know each other uh, from New Zealand from for a couple of years. So I was like, well, they'll definitely hug, but they didn't. They were like, see you later, guys. And they were like, bye, Mr. and Mrs. Reed. See you later. Like, oh. just waved across the room. I was like, that's awkward. Then it gets to Reed, and they're like, see you, Reed. Reed, from five metres away, throws them a chucker. Oh, how do you no. Describe, I don't how do you describe that's a chucker? like a got, gangster okay, so thumb. Hold, hold, if, you, if you're driving along, keep your hands on the wheel, but do one hand in a fist, then put your thumb out straight and your little finger out straight, and then shake it like a chucker. Yeah. Really? He did that. That's a new, that's but I was the only one. Yeah, but you're a hugger, Hunter. You don't, you, I'm not a hugger. No, you're not a hugger. I'm not a hugger. Oh, you're not I'm a not hugger. I'm not Harry Lloyd, mate. How did you greet at the start? Of the, um, of the night. I think I hugged Ben too. Oh no! I think I put in four hugs. Oh, next day I said, "Hey, do you think it's weird? I was the only one that hugged your parents." Mm. He's like, "No, not weird." It was funny how you hugged my dad, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I never hugged my dad." I'm like, "Yeah, I noticed that, mate." Okay, and so I was going around hugging everyone like a madman. Okay, so I need, a, a I need to know, Hunter. Is Reed's dad your, your masculine type, your big handshaker, you know, tough type character? Oh yeah, pretty masculine, but not like mean. And how were the hugs? You know, I, I, I judge hugs. Very tender. Oh, very so tender. So there was no, like, wrap? Oh, there was no right. hard wrap around the, the waist? Uh, well, no, you mean, what do you mean wrap? I didn't, I didn't like, sometimes kink a leg around. Bit, but sometimes, like, a, in a hug, you feel like little, that little squeeze. Right. I mean, I enveloped. Yeah. I'm bigger than them, so I yep. really enveloped. Yeah, I really did. I mean, how did it go? How did the first impressions go? Well, I, think it, I think it went okay. I think, I think it went okay. But they were, they were tourists to Melbourne. Ooh. So I was like, so what's your plan? So Melbourne, you know? Okay, okay. So I don't know. I, I grew up in Berwick. Have you been to Berwick, though? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, lovely. Lovely place to Great live. Place to grow up. Fantastic. Thinking about raising kids, you can do, you yeah. can't do any better than Berwick. Great bakery out there. Oh, what, really? Which one? Yeah, the one on the main street. Don't know. <laughs> Good custom <laughs> touch. Yeah, get out oh, really? there. Yeah, get out there. Anyway. Not a joy sponsor. Not particularly, not what I call a tourist destination. So imagine my shock when out of nowhere I say, what are your plans while you're in Melbourne? And Mrs. Reed says, have you heard of a place called Berwick? <laughs> I said, yeah, I have. I'm from there. She was like, you're not. I was like, yeah. She's like, we're going to go out there tomorrow. I said, what the bloody hell? What, what are they doing? What are they doing out oh, in Berwick? I'm, so I'm serious. Berwick is a place to live and bring up your family. So That's about it. Turns out she is a big fan of the television show Offspring, right? Okay. And it turns out Nina from Offspring buys a lot of her gear from a shop in Berwick. And Julie's been fanging to get all the way to Australia and go to Berwick. So she goes, we're going to catch the train out there tomorrow. Does that sound like a good idea? I was like, oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? And she, then they asked, bless them, what oh sort my. of things will we see from the train? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's not the Do whole Walks Express, Julie. We're talking about sort of the most average, average tourist attractions or destinations in Melbourne after uh, my uh, new in-laws uh, came to Australia and headed straight out to Berwick. Yeah, and Berwick. Which is great. I mean, I'm from Berwick. Yeah, just tuning in, I'm yeah. from Berwick. I am team Berwick. But you can imagine my shock. You imagine she went, they went out there for a clothing store. She said she went in and the lady said, have you guys come all the way from Melbourne to come here? And she said, nay, we have come all the way from New Zealand. Okay. A shock. So there's, I think there's other places to go in Melbourne uh, that are slightly better than Berwick. Now, I'm not going to offend you or anything. They're okay. only slightly okay. better than Berwick. Oh, you, you're on, I mean, I will say you're on thin ice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think maybe there is some worse places. Some people really build up Frankston to be the place to go. Like, that's like the second CBD. Oh, well, it's got, it's, you know, it's Melbourne by the water, they call it, I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah head there. out there. Absolutely. What else? If, if, if I was your mortal enemy, mm. if you and I were like the ultimate frenemies, okay, and I've mm. come to Melbourne and I'm like, g'day, Dave, 
Where should I go? Where are you sending me? Sunshine. Sunshine? Yeah. What's out there? What is uh, Crime? But it has to have something. You've got to be able to sell it. Uh, Sunshine Plaza, maybe. Maybe I'll right, to you've got to get out to Sunshine Plaza. You know, you know chances are too full this time of the day, so let's head out to the Why other big shopping centre. Let's go Why to Sunshine go? Plaza. That's right. Yeah. You know um, here's your bulletproof vest. Maybe wear that. Your what? Your bulletproof vest. Oh, oh that's not kind. Is that not nice? That's okay. not kind. I wear Where'd you go? I think I send people to the hot springs. Not mad for the hot springs. Well, I think if I was to go to the hot springs, I want about six to 12 months' notice because I want to really get on the treadmill, do right, some weights. Right, you looking hot ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought about telling the in-laws they should go to the hot springs, but they're from Rotorua. Which is mad for a hot spring. Oh, so so it's, oh, they've seen it. Yeah, they've seen yeah. it. Right. Once you've bathed in stinky mud, you know, you can't be heading down to I Rosebud. Think, I think beaches are good uh, down Geelong Way, I think, is good. But they're a bit, the water's a little bit dangerous out there. I wouldn't recommend it to people who maybe can't swim that well. Joy.org.au Now, I've taken my shirt off. I've, I've stripped down just to my uh, bare minimum. And apologies to yeah. the people that just ran off the road in it's anticipation <laughs> then for listening in the car. And to the people who are doing a rapid U-turn and yeah. heading straight to Burke Street, Melbourne. Dave the Apprentice Gish, top off. <laughs> now, I want to get some advice. I've been, it's been on my mind for a long, long time. And I thought to myself, I was thinking the other week, I thought, who do I turn to to get that expert advice? Oh. And Hunter, Tom, Tom, Mama. you were top of the list. So I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. Now, oh, I know, I know. I, I think everybody, right. yes, I think everybody goes through this little moment. They you know, do at yeah, some stage, yeah, yeah. Usually between life. sixteen and sixteen and a half. But here we are, <laughs> <laughs> double that age. Three <laughs> oh. Um, okay, so what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Okay, so it's a bit of a you know a, a proud. Everybody's proud to be gay, proud to be whatever. So a little yep. similar to Harry's little Chinese gay tattoo, but mine's. I want the rainbow flag somewhere. Somewhere. Don't give me that look. <laughs> that look said everything like, uh, Dave the Apprentice. Well, you know that I've got that too. Oh, and Harry you? and I have got the matching tattoos. No, but not the rainbow flag, though. No, not the rainbow flag. But, but same, that's yeah. A okay. similar thing. So maybe, you know, maybe and I need you know, a... I got that and I just loved it. Like, I just thought I looked so sexy with it for about two or three months. Yes, okay. So you're yeah. not really giving me much hope. It's been here. a long life since then. Where, where, what, I think placement is very important. So placement is the one thing that's holding me back of getting the tattoo. I just don't yeah. know where to put it. Now, I'm a bit worried about later on in life when you, you know, you maybe get a little bit more cuddly. Yeah, right. That maybe the tattoos sort of, you know, like lose its weight. You don't want it to become the size, you don't want it to become the size of an actual pride flag. No, I don't. No, no. So no. where are you thinking? Well, so, uh, but everybody really holds itself. Well, I'm thinking maybe foot or maybe uh, the upper, like, thigh. Or upper thigh, not, that's so, good. So I can sort of wear it under short so it's not sort that of That would be good seen. because if you're ever getting a little hot and heavy with a gentleman and he might not know for sure if uh, you no. are into it, you know, but then once he's right in there, <laughs> right at their business, you know, where right where it's like hot, packing heat, he'll spot the flag and be like, oh, no, I'm all right here. I'm all right here. If his gait is not quite working that's by right. then, uh, yeah, the, right. the rainbow flag might give it that's away. Right. So have you got any uh, tattoo stories or any, any advice to throw my way? I uh, certainly uh, absolutely would not do it. That's my, <laughs> first, that's my first advice. You were giving me no hope no. one little bit. Yep, no, wouldn't do it. Um, oh, you well, know, I often think about getting mine, uh, my tattoo covered up with a bigger tattoo and then I think, oh, isn't that like just replacing one mistake with an even bigger mistake? Yeah, you know? okay. Is so that something to take well, into account? Harry's thinking about the uh, laser... Uh, Laser removal. She's doing it. Yeah, she's doing it. Exactly. So that's a good lesson for you too. Um, She's also. Oh, sorry. uh, I think it's also important that you get it done somewhere. Like the more popular tattoos become, the more like cred there is and where you got it done. So you'd have to go somewhere very reputable to get something as classy as the um, pride flag for sure. (laughs) Any suggestions? 
Uh, well, uh, I got mine done at the Celtic Sun in Cranbourne, uh, so you can keep out there. Very <laughs> reputable. Um, one of the top. They use that traditional bamboo style that, on, yes, that Anjali right. Jolie likes, you know. And they give you three months of antibiotics. Angelina Jolie is a great tattoo idol, actually. Follow her instead of Harry and I, mate. She got the uh, global positioning coordinates of all her children's uh, birthplaces tattooed on her right shoulder. Just do that. I've got a friend who's done that. Do that. You got a dog? I do have a dog. Where was it born? I have no idea. What suburb? (laughs) We'll find out and get it tattooed on your shoulder. Joy.org.au and joining us now uh, is James, who's here to tell us about QSpace, which is a local uh, LGBTI safe space that's been opened up uh, during the postal service uh, to help people who might be struggling. Good morning, James. Good morning. Thank you for having me. No, well, it's just a pleasure to be here. You're a friend of Dave's, so, you know, a friend of Dave's is an acquaintance of mine. Let's ask personal questions later. <laughs> um, you're the CEO of Proud to Play, which is one of the uh, three organisations involved in this initiative. Uh, why is this initiative such as this needed for the LGBTI plus people during this time? Well, we know from um, experience that uh, we have a increase of about 150% in mental health services that are needed um, during the time of a plebiscite. In Ireland especially, they had an increase of 250%, so we know it's going to get worse and worse. So what we wanted to create is somewhere for people to go right then and there where they can get the support that they need and they can talk to each other about the stresses that they're feeling. And so if people are sort of struggling during the postal survey, are there sort of basic tips that you can give to people that might be listening now uh, who are feeling sort of feeling the weight of it? Yeah, definitely. I think the first thing to realise is that what you're feeling is real and we need to appreciate that and the people around you need to appreciate that as well. Also, it's time to turn off social media for a little bit. Um, don't go on, listen to Joy because Joy is always good to listen to. It's always pretty positive. Um, but turn Just off, repeating that, don't turn off Joy. Yeah, turn off your social media, stop listening to things that are out there. Even the positive things can really get us down. Also, talk to people. Find people to talk to. Talk to your friends and family if you feel comfortable enough to about how you're feeling and really give people a call. I think that that is a really valid point because I was think, I've been getting quite um, just feeling a little anxious over the last couple of weeks and I'm, I'm not really sure if it's postal vote related but but a good friend of mine uh, Gary he he said it's definitely the postal vote for him anyway and that he's ha- he's had to delete it off his phone and he said the same thing as you he said it's not that I'm seeing homophobic stuff it's that I'm seeing relentless yeah. relentless coverage of it and then once he said that I, I did start to notice it as, as well as I sort of drove to work I even you know if you're finding it very stressful you might drive to work and see. 30 yes posters and even though they're all positive it does uh, add to the noise of the situation exactly it? it's all a reminder of what's happening around us and sometimes you just don't want to hear that yeah so tell us more about the drop-in centre it's, it's uh, organised by Proud to Play Parents of Gender Diverse and Drummond Street correct yes yeah, so it's a, an initiative between the three of us so we're all working together on just this safe space where young LGBTI people as well as older LGBTI people can come hang out chill talk to each other there will be mental health services needed so if you need it there and then rather than waiting a year which is some of the waiting times that we have now, um, you can go and get support right there. And so if people are listening now and they're thinking, yeah, that's what I need, how can they get in touch and contact you? So um, we're not actually sharing any of the locations just for safety concerns, but if you email qspacevolunteers at gmail.com or qspacemelb at gmail.com um, and ask for any questions that you need, we'll send the address and air all the information that's needed. So that was qspacemelb? Yep. At gmail.com. Correct. And we might post the uh, the deets up on our Facebook page, Tag Team on Joy. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the, the drop-in centre is quite large and you probably need uh, a, a, a large volume of volunteers to help yeah, out. How can, how can people help out in that way? Uh, so the same way, if you're getting contact from the same way, but we're just looking for mostly teachers, people who have experience with LGBTI-related matters, um, anybody who wants to help and doesn't want to just hold a placard up or go do some activism work, they can come, make a cup of coffee, have a chat with young people and just see how they're going. Oh, that sounds great. That's great. And tell us quickly about Proud 
to play? What do they do? What do uh, you do? Proud to Play is a uh, sport charity, so we try to get as many young LGBTI people into community sport as possible. Right. Have you been down to Dave's Cricket Club? For uh, yes, and Dave was our coach last year as well at our cricket oh, club. Yeah. There, you there you go. Well, I was trying to take the piss, but you <laughs> served me there with a very sensible answer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and now, James, you've been in the headlines over the last week winning an award. Can you tell us about that as well? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we like to brag here on the tag team. Yeah, I was awarded as um, Australia's Community Leader of the Year in Sydney last week. Oh, yeah. there you so go. Right. So it was good. And was it a tough competition? Were you like, just oh, I, if you ask me, it was the toughest of competitions. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I don't know how I won. I'm still trying to figure out how. And just before you go, you might have been listening. We were discussing this morning. Dave sort of fronted up the fact that he wants to get out there and maybe get himself a tattoo. So we've been taking text messages on if he should do it and placement. Now, you're a good friend of his, and yes. I have it on good authority that you're riddled with tattoos yourself. Uh, yes. So, uh, first of all, are you voting yes or no? Uh, I'm voting the no, 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 This is the tattoo okay, discussion here. About the tattoo postal service. I'm, I'm a yes for both. Okay, right. Oh, okay. You're a yes. And, and secondly, placement. Placement, well... Take him in, look at him, take him, drink him in like a big glass of water. Dave has this thing where in all photos he's always sticking out his tongue. Oh, Oh, don't tell Harry that. I'm well aware of that. Well, everybody knows I'm thinking a tongue tattoo. Oh, my God, yes. That's actually not bad. That's a great idea. Dave also doesn't like pain, so it's going to be absolutely amazing to watch it. I like that. A pride... A pride flag on the tongue that may or may not be abandoned halfway because you can't handle the pain. I like that. Oh, wait, just a couple of colours. Just the red, the orange and the yellow. So it looks like a cold sore on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> really, you nailed it, James. That really, really, really you hurts me it. already. Um, well, thank you so much for coming in, mate. And that email again, I believe, was qspacemelb at gmail.com? Yes, that's correct. Beautiful. Good work. It sounds like you're doing great work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Joy.org.au Isla Fisher is oh, fed yeah. up of being confused for Amy Adams. Oh, okay. Really? Now, let's just quickly do a rundown of the difference between them, okay? Australian Isla Fisher, American, I think, Amy Adams. Okay. okay? Yep. They look very similar, different people. She's sick of it. She's even recorded a community service announcement oh, to help wow. people con- to help people t- tell the difference, okay? Uh, but it does beg the question, who do you think your doppelganger is? Mm. Because as I look at you, I've got a couple of options, but I just thought, have you, yeah, have you, who, who have people in the past said that you mm. look most like? Okay, the two that spring to mind, do you remember the Australian Idol winner, and I don't really like this lookalike, Damien Leith? The Irishman. Yeah, the yeah, Irishman. I can yeah, see that. I've been given yeah. that one a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, if you don't know what Dave looks like, picture Damien Leith. Um, a little bit a little bit younger, but a lot more enthusiastic. That's how I describe you, Dave. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, another one is Australian, the, this is for the sports fan, Australian cricketer, uh, off-spinner Nathan Horitz. I reckon that's a really good one for me. Is it? Yes. I will have to Google that Google one. Google that one as well. One. Another one is, well, Melbourne, your Melbourne Demons footballer. Uh, oh, he's now being axed now, but uh, Jack Trengrove is another one as Oh, well. good old Jack. They're the three that spring to mind. Just yeah. spring to mind. They came very easily to mind, I must say. Yeah. They're just sitting just below the surface, aren't they? Yeah. Mine for you, Dave, would be... Um, be nice. Uh, be McLovin nice. from Superbad. Oh, that's not good. Was it Superbad that's McLovin? That's not good. That's I've, got not a, I've, done a, I've done a preemptive Google here, actually. I'll just... Give me a sec. I'll just spin... Oh my god! I've got, you can, I can see the screen. There you here, go. Which one? Which yeah. one do you think you are? That is so bad. Oh, yeah. thanks. You know what? The, you know, when we pop on a song, I'm going to go to Facebook. I'm going to take. I'm going to do a side by side. I'm going to upload a photo of McLovin and a photo of you. Oh okay? wow! I've just signed a five year contract with the tag team now, and you, now you're giving me that. Well, we waited until you signed before uh. we dropped the McLovin bomb. I mean, take it in. Do you really think there's no similarity at all? Uh no, not really. No, no. No. All right. Well, well, let's, let's, let's put up let's put up my ones and see how they go. Let's have a look at the. Oh, 
I think I think Nathan Horitz is the closest one I've ever been. All right, well we'll do a McLovin and a Horitz, and we'll see, what, we'll see what people think. Okay, and then we come back and have a little uh, put you under the microscope. All right, you can really drink me in and see what I look <laughs> like. All right, just during that song there, I sort of took a backward step and you know really drank Hunter Smith in and thought, you know, what does he look like? Yes. And I could, you know, I, I went back to maybe. The years of growing up in high school, you know, talking politics and thinking, you know, and going yeah, to see like his you know. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Th- I, let me guess. Um, uh, Steve Brax's son, Nick Brax. Uh, no. Brax, and and not the Canadian Prime Minister either, Justin, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. No, not him. The love child of Justin Trudeau and Nick Brax. I've heard it before, Dave. I'm going to our mother country, the UK, not, Tony, not- Tony Blair, the Prime Minister. That's what I'm thinking. you got a bit of Tony Blair about you. I don't have any Tony Blair about you. Oh, me. yes. I was I really am. offended that I thought you were going to say Maggie Thatcher, mate, and I prefer that to Tony Blair, obviously, <laughs> with curls like this. That's what they called me in high school, the Iron Lady, on account oh, of my yeah. um, perm-like hair structure. What about me screams Tony Blair? Screams Tony Blair. I think uh, your hair, the hair, like the shape on the top here is a bit Tony Blairish. I think my hair's a little Cherie boy, if I'm honest. Uh, Let me tell you who my real doppelganger okay, is. Okay, go on. Much. Here we go. This would be bragging time. It's not bragging. It's accurate. A young, very young uh, Justin Timberlake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or an even younger Ryan Philippe. Okay, yep. And, uh, and those... Prue's here, pre-laughing. It's not news time yet, Prue. Not... <laughs> I'll give you Justin for sure. I think Ryan might be stretching it. Oh. So it's <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Justin Timberlake after about a 12-day bender, maybe. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll say a 12-day bender. It's not a 12-kilo bender. <laughs> Just Hunter and Dave this morning. And Dave, you know, I've often said about you that what I, what I like most about you... Uh, it's your subtlety and your uh, delicate touch. Yeah, okay. This and is sounding promising. You were telling me earlier about how you've got, it's time to have some hard conversations in your life, and I thought, well, you're really the expert. So I thought this morning at 19 minutes and 9, you could help people out. Yeah, okay, okay. How's it going to work? Well, there's been a bit of an issue with the workplace at the moment. Right. Yes. Not Is it... Is it you? No, it's not okay, me. No, 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 no. So there is... Obviously, people need to go to the toilet during the day, and I get that. People need to dispose of their waste. I get how the body uh, works. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, my... So just, sorry, let me jump in here. I'm literally already regretting this topic, mm, but moving on. I know, but you're allowed it. Uh, so when you get to the toilet upstairs at work and... Um, it's, it's not just, be too graphic. Yeah, it's just, just a cubicle. Like, it's like just a single toilet. Just a cubicle. No urine or whatever else. But there's always, always a wet patch. A mess. A wet a mess. patch on the and so floor of the yeah, toilet. Yeah, there's a mess. So you're saying that in... We, and there's nowhere else to go. No, there's. Uh, well, no, not really. And do you have any culprits in mind? Or? Well, we do. There's two of us who have sort of, you know, got together and had a bit of a chat about it. There's really only three of us that use that toilet upstairs. Right, so, and two of you are onto it. Yeah, two of us are onto it. So I just want to know how do we. I don't keep asking you for advice all morning, but how yes. do we address these issues? I'm not sure if you can address I don't that. Know if we can. I'm not. No, you might just have to live with that, I think. Unless oh. you think, like, how would they take it, a sort of confrontation? Oh, no. Not good at all? I, well, you know what? I'm happy for the other guy to address the issue, but I don't want to be there. Are you trying to address it right now? Is, are you hoping that, that, that he or she <laughs> yes. might just be tuning in? I tuning into the tag team. I guarantee this guy's not tuning into the no, tag team. No, it doesn't no. sound like it. It doesn't sound no, like a tag team listener, actually. Yeah, he's a bit more of a Triple M, Eddie and Dask type of guy. Oh, um, right, right. Uh, So, is there any other hard... Like, how do you have... Is it like sometimes body odour is an issue that people need to talk about and things like that? How do we have these? Do we just let it go? Um, well, I mean, some people are of the thought that if you are doing something that makes other people feel uncomfortable, then you probably want to know. Mm. You know what I mean? You probably want to be told. I'm not really one of those ones. <laughs> if I'm d- disgusting, I don't want to know about it, you know? You can find more Joycast and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.